More V-Show with Bob Valvano is now right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. V-Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7, the ESPN Louisville app. Uh, Death, taxes, and Nick telling me that he has to go to the bathroom right as uh, the music's about to play. So that's where we are here on the V-Show. Nick Valvano uh, in the ladies' room. Tanner B. and Philly B. Got you covered here in the Liquor Barn Studios down at Cardinal Town. Appreciate it. Uh, Pie bringing by some delicious, epic pizzas and pakasha bread for lunch today at the ESPN Louisville Studios. Uh, be sure to stop out at their Anchorage location. Heard Double D and Blank talking about that uh, the other day, how cool it was out there. And you'd probably drive right past it, but a very unique setup uh, for that and stop in and pick up some 1020 craft brews and discover the delicious handmade brick ovens. Captain Subtlety on Valentine's Day just slamming the door. You sounded like Will Ferrell. Yeah, my bad like, I've that. traveled 500 miles to give you my seed. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so good stuff last night from uh, Ethan Moore on the Coors Light postgame show. Uh, if you missed any of that, head over to the Podcast Center, ESPNLobal.com uh, or on Apple iTunes, anywhere you find your podcast as well as the Kentucky Fish Wildlife postgame show with Mike Gandolfo and Jason Ince. Good stuff uh, by those guys there. And reminder, uh, we got you covered with wall-to-wall action here on your sports station, uh, ESPN Louisville. Remember, a little high school basketball should be a fun one. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it should be starting uh, 10 minutes early after um, Maben goes off the air. So at 11.50, you got a little Louisville baseball taking on Indiana State. After that additional programming, 7 o'clock, we'll have you for manual and mail, 7 o'clock on ESPN 680. Our man, Max. Yes. Maximilian. Gonna, intern know. Maximilian. He's going to be due. A little play-by-play. I, told, I, I still need to link him up with Nick Kern. I need to... I need to do that. that it's going to piss me off so much that he's going to be better at this than than I was at hockey play by play. So it like, meant- and I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm good. I'm not. I'm certainly no Doc Emmerich, but I've got like ten games under my belt. I've gotten better, but he's going to do it like one time and knock just completely knock it out of the park. I can I already tell. I think it was and I'm going to be pissed. And um, Georgetown on FS1. It was one of Nick Kern's protégés from the Bats who was like in the Blue Jays organization was doing TV. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but it was doing TV for FS1 for the Connecticut Georgetown game. I'm like, Nick really? Kern's coaching tra- I'm drawing a blank. He's got a great face. I mean, the guy just looks like, you know, he could be on the Bachelor, but a couple times when I punchable. Handsome but punchable. Yeah, kind of like Cyclops. Kind of like our man Gager back there. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanted to make no. sure he was. Uh, no, but it, but no, it's. Um, oh my goodness, Nick's going to kill me. But a couple times, whenever we do the Sunday show, I would help Nick out and just like, hey, I'll just do it from the ballpark, make it easier. I enjoy seeing him out of breath. Of uh, save that for the mix. <laughs> I was going to say, like, wow, running around trying to you know get the get the interviews done, and then he's like hyperventilating because he just has to. He had to run up the steps, and it's kind of funny. You still get that. I'm just usually in studio, and I just when Nick's on the road. But uh, the, yeah, so anyways, I need Nick and. Max to link up. Just no, uh, you know, play-by-play guys for that. And then we got you covered for the Rising Stars, 9 o'clock. That's up right up I-65 in Indianapolis. Wow. Um, and the dunk contest on Saturday night. And three-point contest as well. Should be ABA heavy, too, I think, with Indianapolis being a former ABA city. I think there's going to be an ABA vibe to that. So I know Louie does some stuff with a lot of sports folks. Uh, they do good things uh, for the folks at the ABA so they do not uh, get forgotten in a very cool quest uh, through just 
just you know the merger of the ABA and NBA. So there nice. you go. Is that, is that who the dropping dimes situation? Oh uh, yeah, they helped that group? out with that. Yeah. So uh, uh, Lana Sports, uh, yeah, yeah, they they do good good work on that. Is your dad doing uh, a game this weekend, a national game that you're aware of? Um, he is, but I forgot. Okay, where. so there's Texas and Houston on here. They're Marquette and UConn. So I didn't know if he had any Let's of those. See, I'm gonna text him. No worries. You don't. I mean, it's not important. No, it's not, no, okay. Shame with self promotion. Where are you this weekend? What time did they you, get in last night? This it had to be like late. five a.m. Yeah, it was it was really late. Um, I I don't know. I passed out at like one a.m. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think they were home yet. Uh, they're they're gonna swing by the restaurant tonight, mom and dad. Good. They're swinging by Lulu on Market. Shout out to uh, the gang. If you don't have a uh, uh, dinner plans tonight, well, you're probably not gonna be able to come see us because I think we're fully booked. But um, you should come see us uh, some other time. Food's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic, Phil. Um, uh, I did have the kitchen want to kill me at one point last night, so you know it was a good night when the back of house wants to murder someone from the front of house, and they were completely in the right. I, I screwed up, 100%, totally on me. Uh, but you remember the old uh, the, oh, the service yeah, industry. Oh, yeah, and Pepsis, baby, and Pinot Grigio's. That's front how you... of house, back of house. Oh, it was a... Yeah, the, I got some stuff for off the air in my tell-all book that would... Um, for. When I was multitasking, board hopping, as well as bartending and waiting tables, yes, the the it, it's. I feel like if back of house doesn't threaten to kill you, at least you're not once, doing your job. You're right. not doing your job, and also they don't like you. Like, oh, like, 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 because they'll just silently MF you if they really don't truck with you. But if they actively threaten to murder you, then it's like okay. Yeah, like we're friends, 100%. Yeah, it's like uh, Predator with uh, Schwarzenegger and R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Just like oh, once you come to man, terms with hurts. it, it does hurt. Uh, see, it was a nice fan duel spot, though. That was. In the Super Bowl. That I, I was. Went back and watched, I was like, is that Carl Weathers? I'm like, oh, he just passed away. And then they did a nice thing at the end of it yeah. to kind of spruce Rest it up. Rest in which, peace, Carl. Oh, that, was, that was strong. That was strong. It definitely hit me in the feels. A lot of feels in the Super Bowl. Uh, 437-9680, UPS Jobs, text line, uh, if you want to be part of the show. Is there a reason you all do that? They do it on 93.9 as well. Is it just a long-standing shtick or spitting out as fast as possible? Uh, they're talking about when we go to break. I, I don't mean to, but he said, say it faster, Nikki. Um, you know, the whole, you're listening to the V Show on ESPN 680, 105.7. You know, we'll, we'll take a break. I don't know why. Um, I think it's I've out of fear that Tanner's going to super kick you if you don't go to break soon. And he's mentioned in our year multiple times that if we didn't go to break and there's you know some new protocol out there, so he's trying to cover his ass too. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's just a combination of that, and it's also one of those things like when you're forming an opinion or you're analyzing something, you're kind of forming that thought. Um, organically, so it might not be prepared. Whereas, saying you're listening to the V Show on ESPN 680 105.7, we want to know Wednesday. That is repetition. Like you do that all the time. So I feel like for me, it's just muscle memory. Like I can't walk and chew bubble gum. Like when I'm actually trying to come up with a point or an opinion or a take or something along those lines you can hear me i sound like a disjointed three-year-old trying to like come up with it but when it comes to just throwing it to break and bringing it back from break i've done that a million times so it's just a uh, muscle memory at that point i guess four three seven nine six eight ups jobs text line texter says nick have you been down to first and broadway zero chance you get arrested for what willie gay is doing for being passed out in the street in louisville <laughs> absolutely zero that's a funny funny text i gotta say that's pretty good uh four three seven nine six eight ups jobs text line keep those texts rolling in we will try to work them in as best we can uh we want to welcome into the show though right now from the lexington herald leader our man mark c story mark cornelia's story just kidding it's mark carter's story he joins us now mark how are you this fine valentine's day i'm great nick 
Awesome. Awesome. Good to hear. Uh, where do you stand on Valentine's Day candies and treats, specifically those kind of chalky little hearts, you know, with the whole be mine and the cute little messages on them and everything? They seem to be a rather divisive candy. Are you pro them or not? They're not so much your cup of tea. I enjoy just kind of the kind of the campiness of it, as you say, but that, I mean, those are not things I'm like giving as Valentine's Day gifts or anything. I feel like the majority of the time I got them, it was when I was in elementary school, and you know everybody had to give everybody a Valentine. Um, I I had one girl forget to give me a Valentine, take the lollipop off of the Valentine that I gave her, and give me back just the empty Valentine Day card. That was probably the lowest point of my life. I'm not going to lie, but uh, I really don't think I've eaten the hearts since um, elementary or middle school. But um, I'm with you. I don't like. I enjoy the campiness of it. I enjoy seeing them every year. But yeah, it's not exactly my go-to uh, gift for Valentine's Day. What is your go-to gift for Valentine's Day? Are you a flowers guy, a chocolates guy? Do you write a sonnet? You know, you know what? Do you, what's uh, Mark's story doing to get his romance on? Well, my norm, my in a normal year, I I do roses, a dozen red roses. Um, Classic, nice. Can't beat that. That one's pretty classic. Well, uh, the talking about roses, uh, UK, Uganda and Yenso definitely got his roses last night. Uh, Ten blocks, a record-setting performance in Rupp Arena. Um, I mean, quite honestly, is it one of those games where um, you think there's enough there to give you confidence in UK's defense going forward? Well, I... I think it, I think the first half last night was the best defensive half they've played this season. Right. So I, I do think there's something there potentially to build on. Now, they were not as good defensively, I didn't think, in the second half. So, you know, the next challenge would be to, you know, play defensively like they did the first half, you know, longer into the game. You know, I don't think you can say off last night that, okay, this thing's fixed. But I do think it was a hopeful, hopeful thing that maybe it can be fixed. Well, I mean, that's one of those things like it, it, I, we were talking about the stats earlier in the game, Coach Lieberman and myself. And they held Ole Miss to under 40 percent shooting. How much of that was UK speeding them up a little bit or how much was that Ole Miss just not knocking down shots? Well, I thought UK, they played better. They were up. They were up on shooters more. Calipari's been sort of imploring them to you know, get up on shooters and let them drive. If they're if they're going to beat you, make them drive it. There there are shot blockers. You know, Kentucky does have some seven foot guys who can block some shots. So you know, don't give up three. You know, just get crowd them and make them drive it. And I thought they had some success at doing that. And obviously, you know, Uganda and Yenso, you know, he blocked more shots than anybody's ever blocked in Rupp Arena, except for David Robinson, who also blocked ten playing for Navy huh. way back in 1987. Nice so, little factoid you know, there. Yeah, so it was a you know, it, like I said, I think it was an encouraging effort. Now you know we'll see you know if it if it means if it means anything going forward. Sort of depends on what happens next. Can they can they play defensively like they did in the first half last night? Can they do that longer into the game and do it at Auburn? against a really good team in a very tough environment. Uh, Mark Story of the Lexington Herald Leader at Mark C. Story on Twitter if you want to give him a follow. Uh, Talking about getting the job done against Auburn, uh, I was going to ask you 
how much of an impact do you think it is that for once uh, all 14 of U of L, or UK's players were healthy and eligible last night, but then Trey Mitchell got hurt. What is the impact that's going to be felt with him going down? Well, if he's out, that's a big loss. I don't know that they have anybody who can replicate what he does. They run a lot of offense through him. He, he's sort of been kind of a point forward in a lot of ways. He's also the most physical frontline player they have. And you know, this being his fifth year as a college basketball player, he has a lot of moxie. He just you know, sort of knows how to get things done and has been their best rebounder. So you know, that's a lot to lose in one guy if he's going to be out. Mark Story, be sure to give him a follow on uh, Twitter. Doing great work over there. Nick Valvano, Phil Baker. Apologies for giving the interns uh, my Kentucky Sports Person of the Year. They did great work, though. I appreciate them doing that. I just didn't want to give an ill-informed um, selection process for that. But they did their homework on that. So appreciate you including me on that, as always. Um, Nick asked about Trey Mitchell. But I, I, I think... Larry Vaught put something out there about the x-rays came back clean, but the MRI could still reveal other damage. Have you heard any update on that? Because obviously the bigs that you saw over the weekend, Aaron Bradshaw seems uh, a ways off for some things. Uh, He gives you significant minutes, but he just seems like Trey Mitchell's at a different level. And Big Z, you just don't know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, I haven't heard anything other than I saw the same tweet you saw. I haven't heard anything subsequent to that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought Bradshaw played well last night. He was the ninth player in you know, Calipari. He said on his radio sh- pregame radio show that having finally had you know the whole roster available, he was going to shorten the rotation a little bit. He basically played nine where he had been playing 10 or 11, so he didn't shorten it a lot. But you know, he did. You know, Big Z, who was who is really struggling defensively, uh, did not get off the bench, and Bradshaw was the ninth player. And I thought Aaron, you know, played with some energy and and and, and made a contribution last night. But as I said, you know, Trey Mitchell just does so many things for them and does things for them. And I don't know that they have anybody else, even if they start playing well, who can do the, all the things he does. So, you know, I think it would it's really important to the arc of the Kentucky season that Trey Mitchell. Uh, that shoulder injury proved not to be, you know, super serious. Mark Story of the Lexington Herald Leader at Mark C. Story joining us now on the V Show. This is an interesting text that came in, and I, I just I wanted to just pick your brain on it. This is completely organic. I wasn't planning on asking you this, but um, this texter said Cal could end up retiring after the season, and both teams would be in a coaching search. Where do you think Carter Knox goes then? Two parter there. Uh, is there any speculation that Cal would wouldn't be coming back after this season? And uh, on the recruiting trail, uh, have you heard any rumblings that Carter Knox might be heading to UK despite signing with Adidas today? I'm not a recruiting expert. I follow it. I mean, I saw you know the news that he'd signed with Adidas. You know, I, there, I saw people debating back and forth whether that you know dictates his college choice or whether that's as big a deal in terms of players picking schools as it once was. I, you know, I don't know. I do think, you know, if both – I mean, I think the connection at both schools, Calipari is the connection at Kentucky and Kenny is the connection at Louisville for the Knox family. So if both schools chain, had different head coaches, I think that potentially scrambles the recruitment. 
Mark Story of the Lexington Herald Leader joining us right now. Mark, uh, with UK's uh, upcoming schedule, with their matchup against Auburn, do you have a prediction for how things might go um, as the Cats head on the road to take on the 12th ranked team in the country? I haven't made that prediction yet. I will do it with, with my game matchups. I will point out that Auburn is probably the toughest venue presently to play in the the SEC for road teams. Right. I think there's something like 42 and two over the last three seasons. I think Kentucky's lost three in a row and five out of six there. I mean, it's been a really tough place. But if you're trying to sort of turn your season around, it's also a place where you can go and make a statement. So, you know, I'm 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 curious to see. You know, I think it's important that Kentucky goes down there and plays well. I don't I I, I don't think people are going to feel real good about if you get another South Carolina level effort. So. Uh, you know, I feel like we say this before every game, but I think this is a big game. I think you know, I think it's a game that if Kentucky could could win it, I think it would do a whole lot to sort of get things back on the right track. Mark C. Story on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow, Nick Valvano, Phil Baker filling in for The V Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7, the ESPN Louisville app. Um, the Chris Holtman story is fascinating to me. He's out at Ohio State. He was a Lexington native. I believe he is, I think he still has family in Nicholasville, to be honest with you. Uh, what do you make of that move at this juncture? And, and could you see him? I don't know if your paths ever crossed with him uh, during your time in Lexington, but uh, what do you make of that move? And do you think he could land at another big ish job or maybe see him on an assistant coaching staff somewhere i doubt he would go back to being an assistant he's been a head coach a long time he was very successful at butler he did a good job early on at ohio state you know i don't know if he can get another you know big 10 level sec level head coaching job i do think he could probably get another head coaching job if he wants one you know at a a decent level of, of college basketball um, yeah, he. Uh, I don't know Chris Holtman. I know a lot of people who do know him, and you know, from everything I've heard, he's one of the nicest people in college basketball. I, you know, obviously the season Ohio State had last year, and they're struggling presently. I was not shocked to see the news, but I feel I, I hate it for him because, again, from everything I've heard, he's a, he's a really good guy. Mark Story, I almost said uh, Mark Carter Story, but Mark C. Story. Mark Story of the Lexington Herald Leader joins us now uh, on the V Show. Uh, one last question from me, Mark, um, and this is actually pertaining to U of L. But uh, one of the topics du jour is Trilly Donovan, um, the quasi college basketball insider, uh, mentioned that Eric Musselman was a done deal coming to U of L as the new head coach. Uh, I don't know about that. I would venture uh, to say that I don't think Eric Musselman would be a great fit for U of L only because I've heard that he can be a little bit high strung and his brash attitude while might resonate with the fans I think could also become a little bit prickly with the media and if things don't go their way um, I feel like it could be become a detriment you're in the SEC you're closer to uh, Eric to the must bus than I am do you think he would be a good fit if Louisville were to go that route you know what I do? I, I think especially if I, I, I'm assuming it's important to Louis, for Louisville to have the quote-unquote quick fix to just get this thing back up and running. And I think Musselman is really good at that. Even before there was a transfer portal, when he was at Nevada, he built his team around transfers and, and, and built a really good team that you know went to the Elite Eight. Um, you know, I don't, he's done a very good job at Arkansas. You know, they've made deep runs. 
you know, I do think he's a coach. I think there's. I, I think you. I don't think he he can stay placed as long because I do think his act wears thin. But I think he would energize things, and I think he would get. I think he would get them if that job opens, and if they go with him, I think he would be a coach who could get it back up and running real quick. Well, he certainly uh, has the recruiting acumen as well as uh, utilizing uh, the transfer portal. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We will definitely see um, what happens. Uh, right now, U of L still does have a coach, though. So, um, but we will we will see what the what the future holds. Uh, Mark Story, uh, I hope you got some uh, some roses. Uh, we we are giving you uh, metaphorical roses uh, as always. We enjoy your time and uh, you uh, taking taking it to a visit with us. So, thank you so much and happy Valentine's Day, my friend. Same to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Mark. Mark Story of the Lexington Herald Leader joining us. That was good stuff from him, as always. I completely butchered what I was trying to say at, at the end there. I was like, Rose is you. Thanks for coming Words. on. Speak, yes. talking like you, Mark. Thanks. Toaster. Yeah, I just that was just word salad that came out of my mouth. I need to get a uh, you know another uh, little bit of a green tea uh, during the break B- there, because that was of, just ridiculous. Well, big fan of Mark Story. He, he, he's a friend of the show. He, he's such a kind man who asked us for his uh, Kentucky Sports person of the year he sent me a message after i openly was like giving my giving my, the responsibilities to the intern yeah he's right. like he's like oh i thought the interns chose this and i'm like oh like that's something like we operate i operate in the space like nobody's listening like i just do right like, and it's like oh yeah you forget sometimes uh yeah yeah no pops told me that he was like someone's always watching someone's always listening so don't oh, and he was great fool. about it and he like, wasn't like, combative yeah. all that but no I, I think that allows us to let our hair down a little bit more yeah no that's uh, that's, there, for, that's for sure oh boy so no good stuff from him on that interesting though on the muscleman stuff from yeah, all that he, I, I was trying to find on Twitter. I know it was on the behind the paywall Discord and everything, and I know not everyone wants to put things out there. If like, I, I get Eric Crawford's stance on that, like if you're going to put that out there, like you put that out there on, right. like you're really saying it with your chest. Yeah, right. It. As opposed to behind a paywall, and, right? You know, with the Discord. Yeah, exactly. So, but no, it, look, it, there is going to be massive ripple effects from the Ohio State job, the Louisville job allegedly DePaul like everything out there as, as Charlie Donovan puts out there he says the Ohio State's candidate pool is probably deeper than Louisville as far as reasonable options so that's something that's fascinating to me when he says reasonable option because a lot of those guys are some of the names that you were hearing him put out there for that you know what I mean like so I don't know if this is like the Big Ten money gap or ACC gap in terms of revenue of more things that you can do but in terms of in my mind, again, being in the fishbowl, we've talked about right, this sometimes. Right. Like, I, I would deem Louisville a better job, but yeah. Ohio State has had success. You got the Big Ten money. You're not the main thing, which I don't know if some of these guys' egos would align with that versus here you are the main thing. I know right. football is making a resurgence and trying to do it, but let's be honest, it's still a basketball market. Um, maybe some guys are like, hey, I'm cool with being like the second fiddle. It, it, it Which you okay. always will be with the football at and, Ohio yeah, State, Ohio and, State and that's, right? And that's fine, but like, yeah, those. I mean, Greg McDermott, Sean Miller, Nate Oates, Lamont Paris, Dusty May, Mick Cronin, Porter Moser, a healthy NIL and resources. A sitting high major coach will take this one. Is coming out from Trilly Donovan. Interesting, as Mark Ennis notes, that Jerome Tang, Chris Beard, and Eric Musselman all not on that list. Mick Cronin on this list, though, too. Boy, it sure feels like he just wants to rocket ship and just, you know, be sent to space out of UCLA. Also, something to watch about it. The the cow thing goes a little south. Watch out for that UCLA job again, maybe. 
Well, you know, we'll see. Mick Crone's putting his name out there. I don't know if Cal would pass that up again. Just saying. What, that he would head out west? Just saying. Wow, so they would trade coaches. That would be, no, not saying Mick Cronin would go to Kentucky, okay, but I'm just saying, but just saying say that, may, maybe Cal. That like, Cal you know, jettisons and goes to UCLA. Just saying, we've seen this rodeo again. It's like, okay, you're not That actually could work. I mean, Cal leaves, goes to another blue blood out in the sunshine, and Mick gets to come here and coach and play with horses. I, Mick Cronin would, I don't think he'd go to Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I don't think that would happen. I, I just think if this goes south again, if it's just the vitriol that everyone's talking about, the lifetime contract and everything, I don't know why he would ever walk away from this money, but just watch out for the UCLA job. That would be interesting. That would be, wow, that would be really interesting. Um, I Like, I can't even fathom him as... I mean, he was mentioned for it in the past, so I mean, like, yeah. tried to go out there. I don't know. Just something to monitor. Something. Do you Do you think there's any merit in... Truly Donovan not having Beard, Tang, or Musselman on the list for the Ohio State job. Why not on the Ohio State job? But, I mean, he had the infamous photo of the four of them and oh, then, then scratched out Mick Cronin. Yeah, but... Look, I, I'm, I say this all the time. I'm so jaded, and it's not because we use this stuff all the time on here um, about, you know, he, he is connected. I know that for a fact he is connected. We all... <laughs> we know that he is connected. It has tentacles to the college basketball uh, world, but... I view it through the prism that there is an angle with everything as if agents are feeding him these things in order to parlay it into better deals or, you know, more money payday for them in order to play the game, to parlay it up, to get additional value for their client, whether that be an agent and or, uh, you know, for access for continued access for like Charlie Donovan. We've seen it with the field of 68 guys. There's no slight on them, but look look at the love fest. They're playing the game. They play the game. Ed Cooley, Chris Mack. They love this guy because they give him access. And it's like, have you seen what Ed Cooley's doing there? Sorry, Patty Ice. I know that was your guy. And maybe he will figure it out. But this hadn't been a good first year for him. And then it's like, oh, I know he'll figure it out. Do you? <laughs> Do, right. I, I'm not. I'm not saying he won't, but it's just right. What, I, I what view, gives you that confidence? I, I view everything through the prism that. There's an angle that these guys are trying to do and trying to get a message out in order to make it beneficial for their clients and friends. Right. That maybe that's a jaded approach, but that's no, no. no. I think I think I, I agree with you. I think a lot of these outlets are playing the game and trying to not not bite the hand that feeds, um, feed the hand that feeds, um, and try to try to push a narrative. And I'm not saying that they're lying, but I do think that they're influenced. It's fair to say that they definitely have uh, some skin in the game and 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 some and they're influenced and they use their influence to kind of push that narrative so we will take a bottom of the hour break on the other side we'll read your text and also it is we want to know wednesday we have some valentine's day facts from our interns gager and intern cowboy uh our man maximilian is going to call in with his go-to valentine's day pickup lines around 245 so uh we are gearing up for that marconi award with this next segment i can already tell you uh will it be a train wreck probably will we have some fun along the way absolutely so keep it locked here to espn 680 1057 tired of jumping from job to job how about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment the pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence opc pest services will give you a chance to grow with advancement come be a part of our team at opc pest services Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. 
where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's the V Show. It's a We Want to Know Wednesday here on ESPN 680-1057. The fabulous one, Phil Baker, Nick Valvano in for Bobby V today on the V Show. Uh, no time to do a V Stakes today, but want to remind everybody to check out our friends at Big League Haircuts. Uh, two area locations, Taylorsville Road and Bardstown Road. Uh, they will give you a great offer on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 5-0 Tuesdays, $5 off a haircut ticket of two or more. So bring the whole family and get looking clean uh, for your Valentine, for your Valentine's Day. Uh, swing by Big League Haircuts. Uh, play hard, look good. Big League Haircuts. We will do a V-Stakes tomorrow for your chance to win a free haircut, but just not able to do it uh, today. Um, so just, yeah, keep in mind tomorrow and give us your picks. And, uh, yeah, you'll be in line to win a free haircut or two because of our friends at Big League Haircuts. It is Valentine's Day, so we decided to have a little bit of fun. I was talking about my Valentine's Day uh, calamities. Phil told us about how he spent Valentine's Day. I think it only fared uh, before we get the interns in to give us some Valentine's Day facts that Tanner Bertomesso, that young knockout kid, that little uh, Casanova back there, uh, talks about how he spent his Valentine's Day. So, uh just because Valentine's Day is always packed up with different restaurants and like every place you right. can't get reservations. So me and my girlfriend decided to go to Abrazario's uh, last night, the Brazilian steakhouse. And oh, that place is good. Fantastic. Oh, oh amazing. Fantastic. Dad giggled like a, like a school kid when we went there because they were just bringing so much meat out to him. Save that for the next tape. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, anywho. I, I giggled too. So be, like beyond that, anything, the food was amazing. I'm not complaining about that. I just was, I caught something that I thought was very interesting. Well, first off, what were you wearing? Oh, oh yes, of course. So uh, I had a uh, Dolphins, or no, my bad, Devils, New Jersey Devils uh, red polo. So I said... <laughs> the hockey shirt. You're yes. rocking a hockey. My girl, I, who, says, who says romance is dead? I got I got CCM Devils polo going <laughs> a CCM. On. Oh, okay, nice. Not Fanatics. A yeah. CCM Devils polo. Oh, no, right? it's old school. It's old school. And uh, so I made a joke to my girlfriend because I was wearing red and I had Devils logo on my thing. And I'm, I'm 5'8". I'm short. So I said, I'm your little handsome devil this morning or this night. So, hey, anywho, what Smooth. I did notice. Yeah, right. I said it like that. Stuttered and everything. <laughs> did, did she laugh? Was she? <laughs> yeah, no, she loved it. She was oh, like, nice. oh, that was funny. Um, That's cute. But the one thing I noticed was. When I was at Bizarro's, uh I think they have microphones above tables or at the tables. Really? So elaborate. Her 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 favorite thing is the lamb chops there. So she was like, "Oh man, I want those lamb chops to come by." Like blah blah blah. Thirty seconds later, this man comes up with a lamb chops on a sword. No, oh, lamb chops for you, ma'am. Lamb chops for you, sir. Like perfect timing. And then <laughs> it was like fifteen minutes later. I was like, "Ah, I haven't tried the filet mignon yet." Like. I would like to have a bite of that. 30 seconds later, guys comes over with the meat on the sword and everything. And then it was like about another 15 minutes later. And I was like, man, like, do we have room for dessert? Like, maybe we should get that lava cake like we did last time. Yet again, another 30 seconds later, 
Guy comes up, hey, you guys got any room for dessert? Let me get you the get. Let me get you guys that menu. Everything. I was like, dude, you guys, great, great service, great service. It's it got to the point it was sketchy. I was like, you guys listening to our conversations and everything? <laughs> yeah, was, don't talk smack about the wait staff. Oh no, I, the whole time I was like, man, these guys are awesome. <laughs> okay, so nice, nice yeah. so nice, everything. But if you ever want to go down and get a good dinner, go there. It's awesome. All great, right. great people, great service, great food. I think their bar is good enough too. Like I've I've never really had a mixed. Boy, drink, you're but giving a, a, a ringing endorsement. Though, <laughs> yeah, I, say, yeah. I think it's good. It's, I've yeah. never I never had a mixed drink there, but I've seen a lot. I saw a lot of people getting them, and they were having a great time. They were always giving compliments to the bartenders. Everyone, great place, great place. Tanner, Tanner is lobbing it up, Phil. You got to close this deal. No, 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 that's, <laughs> that's we will, can, we'll, can we'll cut trade it out. And then, yep, He'll trade it out right there. That'll yeah. be yeah. shout out Noble Funk for hosting <laughs> our uh, winter party. Yeah, the spring party. He'll be at Brazeros. There we go. Please. There we go. All right. So without further ado, very happy to have our intrepid interns in studio right now. Uh, Gager. We want to know Wednesday. (laughs) Thank you. An intern cowboy joining us in studio now. Uh, Before we get into your dating profiles and pickup lines, I would like you guys to share your We Want to Know Wednesday, Valentine's Day facts, starting with the one who's closest to the microphone, our man Gager. What do you got for us? Absolutely. Well, as you know, flowers are a very popular gift to get on Valentine's Day. Uh, roses alone, uh, over $3 billion are spent on roses by Americans every year on Valentine's Day. Hmm. But wow. did you know that the different roses you get uh, for your Valentine, the different colors could convey different meanings? Ooh. Red roses stand for love and passion. Orange roses stand for energy and desire. Yellow roses stand for friendship and joy. Green roses stand for growth and abundance. Blue roses stand for mystery and uniqueness. Pink roses stand for wonder and enchantment. Uh, peach roses stand for sincerity and gratitude. Well, well. Black roses stand for change and courage. And white roses stand for young love and innocence. So make sure when you're getting roses, you don't convey the wrong meaning. Well, there you go. That Boy, was good. We're, we're looking at two very different screens, by the way. Uh, I made the mistake <laughs> and went up like Reddit pickup lines. Oh, wow. <laughs> Go with yours, a more wholesome version of it, because uh, none of these I can read on the air. So please, go ahead. Well, that's fantastic. Great. We want to know when this stuff from Gager there. I've got a humiliating story that I don't think I have time to tell. And I mean, it, seriously, it will be something that will become part of my brand, like peeing in the sink. I'll tell you guys off the air, because I'm not telling this one on the air. Oh, do it on the it, podcast. It, it, it ESPN it, Louisville Plus. Like and subscribe. Actually, that would probably get a lot of... Uh, Likes and subscribes. Well, let's just say that you're. I'll, I'll give you the Cliff's Notes version. Um, the, uh, someone told me that white roses also kind of mean like there's a mystery because they could turn into pink, but you know they could turn into red. They could stay white. It's sort of like we'll see where this goes. So I tried to give a girl a bunch of white roses to play that like because she kind of like cut me off, and so I was like, here, you know. Try to give. I tried to do a sixteen candle standing outside the window with like the music playing, and it didn't just explode in my face; it nuclear <laughs> bombed in my face. So bottom. So bottom line: romance was dead for for that 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 Valentine's Day. Do not uh, do not use the the white roses pickup line. So uh, absolutely, I look forward to hearing your guys' pickup lines. Um, but don't don't try to play the mystery. We'll see where this goes with the white rose. It did not work. It did not work. I cannot emphasize that enough. All right, intern cowboy. We want to know Wednesday Valentine's Day facts. What do you got? So, if you guys had to guess, how many pounds of chocolate are bought each year for at, Valentine's? At Day? least seven. 
thousand. Like throughout the country. So the country <laughs> throughout the country. Would, it's got to be in the not trillions. just you, Nick. Uh, not just you, <laughs> not Nick. just me. The yeah. Country. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I would say I, one. Tr- I don't know. Like I would. I mean, six hundred billion. I uh, yeah, I'd say probably. I'd say a half a billion. Half a billion pounds of chocolate. So consumers buy over 58 million pounds of chocolate okay. and candy for Valentine's okay. Day. So I guess it doesn't weigh now. I guess it doesn't weigh as much as I thought. Yeah. 250 million roses are grown specifically just for Valentine's Day throughout wow. the year. Wow. Okay. More 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 roses than candy. Interesting. Americans send 145 million Valentine's Day cards each year. Nice. Valentine's Day is also one of the biggest holidays for giving flowers. And one of the most popular days to get engaged. Huh. Interesting. There you go. We want to hit the hit the uh, the more you know, um, if you don't mind, Tanner. That, that was that was good stuff from our interns. All right. So both of our intrepid interns, Gager and uh, intern Cowboy. Also, Tanner, if you wouldn't mind, call intern Maximilian because he said he's got uh, his pickup lines. Um, they are all single on this Valentine's Day. Nothing wrong with that at all, boys. You guys are young, strapping young lads. Seriously, all you guys are good looking. We make the jokes about you got a face for radio. You guys don't. You guys are good looking dudes, 100%. Well, I'm trying to pump your tires up a little bit, but I would like you guys to get on the microphone. And if if I were a hot girl, uh, and I, I I did go through a phase in college, I'm kidding. No, um, I would like you to present yourselves as if you were a dating profile. What are your likes? Where would you take me? And then finish it with your best pickup line. And you don't have to look at me while you're doing no, this because no, no. it's freaking I weird. I think you need to look no, at it no, and, and, I, and I, keep I, eye contact. Actually, look at uh, Field Yates instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field, Field, Yates, Field on Yates on the TV. Or Matt Berry. If, your if Field Yates doesn't make you feel things, then quite honestly, are you even alive? Look, Aaron Dolan so, will probably be out in a second too if you were to go that way. So. No, no, yeah, so absolutely. Big fan of her. Um, Alright, so Intern Gager, um, tell us a little bit about yourselves and uh, where would you take me on a Valentine's date? First of all, I am going to not <laughs> stop making eye contact this whole time. I just can't take my eyes off Nikki V. Uh, nice. That well, would, that would, see, that would be good if I was a girl. See, there you go. I'm already off to a good start. Um, so my He's name a is hockey Gage. player. He's got wheels. <laughs> my name is Gage. Uh, I am 21 years old. Uh, I am a senior at the University of Louisville. Some of my hobbies include uh, working out, going for a run, but I also nice. like uh, watching movies and chilling on the couch. He's an active man. There we go. All right. But doesn't, Absolutely. Doesn't, he, he's an active hockey player that doesn't mind taking you for an ice skating date, but he'll also mm-hmm. chill out with you on the couch. Absolutely. You and you, you stole my date from me. If I if I were to take you out on a date for Valentine's, I'd take you ice skating and then maybe some ice cream after. Boom. There yeah. we go. Keep it cool. All right. Your go-to pickup line. Hit us, Gager. What do you got? Uh, so my pickup line is, are you the lottery? Because I'm delusional and I feel like I got a chance. <laughs> Nice. Well done. Well, yeah, done. well done. Well done, Gager. Well done, intern Gager. Text in your thoughts on these uh, these uh, go-to uh, pickup lines and dating profiles. And if you are a single person, single woman, that's uh, you know the way all of our guys bat, um, by all means, pass along your digits. And maybe we can get a little young love uh, bolstered on this wonderful Valentine's Day. Intern Cowboy, what do you got for me? So, hello, single ladies. My name's Matt. Uh, He's got zero right eye now. contact, by the way. Right? Or as the ladies refer to him as, hey, you in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 22. I'm a dog lover. I love oh, okay. country music. And I love golfing. So if you're a girl who loves the golf, please hit me up. So he'll, he'll give you more than a hole in one. Gonna, they're going to drive you around or something? Is that what's going on? You got a chariot away? It's like Strebel? 
<laughs> He's a young strapping lad who enjoys golf as, as well as dogs. And don't you worry if he finds you in his sand trap. His name's Intern Cowboy. Alright, what do you got for me? Where would you take me on a date? Well, I'm a gentleman, of course, so I'll take a girl to a place like Jeff Ruby's, a nice steakhouse. There you go. Alright. And then maybe some sushi later. How you doing? Not a sushi fan. <laughs> You might need to become one. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So what's your go-to pickup line, intern cowboy? Uh, so I'm not big on pickup lines, but if I had to use two, I would He's old-fashioned. I respect that. Let's flip a coin. Heads, I'm yours. Tails, you're mine. <laughs> and then this one is like something I would say at a bar. Trust me, I'm not drunk. I'm just intoxicated by you. Which is next time I'm out at a bar, I might have to use that. There you go. Use both of those. Get them mixed up and be like, heads, I get your tail, and then I'm drunk. How are you? Yeah, just yeah, absolutely. Mix those pickup lines. What could possibly go wrong? But there you go. We got our uh, dating profiles from Gager and Intern Cowboy. Uh, we got Maximilian on the phone. Max, I know you're far away. Uh, this is a long-distance relationship. It's forbidden love. But by all means, give us your dating profile and your pickup line, you young Budding Gus Johnson on the uh, on the uh, microphone. Mm, that was that was too kind. Um, so I know you guys were talking earlier in the show when I was still at the studio uh, about Parks and Rec. Right. So there's there's I don't think there's a single person, fictional or not, who I identify more with than Ron Swanson. Um, big vibes very, from him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very, big Swanson yeah. vibes. Yeah, so I like fishing. I like silence. I like being alone. So um, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so how old are you? Twenty-two. He's a twenty-two-year-old man that doesn't want you to say a damn word because you might scare that the fish. Accurate. But he'll enjoy <laughs> your company nonetheless. Mm. Where would you take me on a date? Oh, um, man, I, I was, when I got here in the morning, Diener and uh, Blankenbaker were talking about maybe going to the Dollar General, I think, when they had uh, Katie on for dating advice, so I think the Dollar General um, <laughs> might be a good spot. There's nice. a nice Walmart right here by Bellarmine, um, might take you there, I mean, there's Talking about we the Basher Manor over here, Walmart. <laughs> wow, boy, man, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's the girls will be like swooning over that one. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> God, dude. All right, <laughs> so the, the Basher Manor, Walmart. <laughs> we had we had ice skating, <laughs> we had a nice steakhouse, and then we had the Basher Manor, Walmart from intern Maximilian. All right, uh, yeah, I mean from Georgia. Th- <laughs> that's that's impressive. All right, so what's your go-to pickup line? So I, I think it's important to show that you um, that you kind of share with share uh, an interest with the with the lady that you're trying to ask. So I'm a student at Bellarmine. We have a really good, or, or so I've been told, we've had a really we have a really good nursing program. So right. I think that you know my my pickup line is going to have to do something with medical stuff and nurses. Nice. So the one that I would go with is hey. Are you my appendix? Because I really don't know what you do, but I think I should have. I think I should take you out. I I enjoyed that. That was boys. Yeah. Everyone did a bang up I, I job. Was, but I, I yeah. was concerned with the landing on that when you were talking about something else and uh, taking out. But <laughs> no, no, no it, it landed. It landed. 
<laughs> my appendix, I think I should pull out of you. Uh, no, uh, uh, just give no. me your number. Oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, no, uh, no, you did a good that's, job. I think that was the best pickup line of the bunch. We had some good ones, but oh, yeah. that was the best one of the bunch. All right, so intern Maximilian, appreciate you. Good luck with the call of mail oh, yeah. and manual, man. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Sure. So we got some great pickup lines. Those are our eligible bachelors. If you're into them, uh, you probably need to raise your standards a little bit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, by all means, we will happily set you up because um, they are looking for romance as all, uh, in addition to college credit, which is why they put up with all this crap. So I appreciate you guys very much for uh, hopping in studio. Some other texts uh, coming in, 437-9680. The best pickup line I had in high school in the 80s was a shirt that said, I learned from lesbians. Highly inappropriate now. <laughs> but it worked. That's fantastic. Uh, this says that dress would look amazing next to my bed in the morning. That's a good uh, pickup line. There you go. Little, uh, you know, lax finesse. But uh, yeah, right to the point. You never know. It could work. Hey, are you into recycling? Because I'd love to crush your box and leave you out in the street. <laughs> I'm just powering through these. That's the smut that I'm, I'm, I'm just, trying to like. I filter. started that one. I thought recycling. I was. I was like, okay, this will be wholesome. I didn't think it was going to end that way, but there you go. So four, we three, need seven. Anna in here to save us. They let us know like what is a good like. Is it just being this? What you're reading from the text line or sweet and innocent like the interns are doing over here? I yeah. I don't know what the play is. Sweet and innocent uh, debauchery. As long as you get them laughing and like. You're confident enough with it. Because if you're confident and you're earnest, I think, honestly, it takes balls. It takes serious balls to do that. But if you can pull it off, girls girls appreciate honesty and earnestness. Boy, there's some that I But you're don't. definitely putting yourself out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There's some that it's like you're probably going to get a restraining order. Read a, a, we'll read a couple of them. It read, has to do with chloroform. I'm not reading that. Oh, God. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? So you went zero to chloroform? I mean, look, we're ending the show with chloroform <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Anna, save us. Oh, my God. Anna's- Where did you rent those? What? Rent what? Rent what? Those wings, you angel. <laughs> there we go. That's a, See, that's a good that's one. That's wholesome. That's a good one to end the show with. Uh, mine involved the alphabet. It's too long to say. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, Anna's next. Happy birthday to Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. When it's time to replace your...